on this episode too or i feel like it was just the last one i feel <laughs> like i'll i'll get loud throughout the episode anyway just because of the conversation topic mm-hmm. so we'll save That's it for fair. then but <laughs> that's when Chloe's WWE voice is going to come out and she's going to exactly well hello good good evening good afternoon good morning to all y'all out there thanks for tuning into the midnight memo uh, we're back to the shuffling of the time slots I know there's never going to be the correct order I'm just going to change it every single time you know but at least that would be consistent Mm-hmm. Oh, the only thing that is consistent is change. Is, yeah, I was going to say is your inconsistency. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was more deep and relevant to other things. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for tuning in. So happy that you're here. Yeah. This is the podcast where we talk about random things that keep us up at night. And to be quite honest, this topic... This is not so random, but it has been keeping me up to be for a while now. Yeah. And I think there was like a little sneak peek of this last week um, in last week's episode when we were talking about yes um, uh-huh. mental health and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but before we jump in, I guess we should do kind of like a debrief of like what we've been up to the last week or so. But before that, hi, I'm oh, Kristen. Before that, I'm Claire. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we can't come back from this now. <laughs> goodness gracious Um, we're fine everything's fine i'm fine what do you mean everything is going according to plan yep my favorite quote is from uh are you sure it's your favorite quote (laughs) yes i forgot the name of the show for a second it's from the flash by the cw and it's by oh my god i can't i was trying to think of the villain's name but i cannot remember the name of the villain he's like this really cringy dude he has a freeze gun don't remember his name right now but he's talking about um spoilers uh he's trying to teach the flash to be bad and so they're making up a plan and he's like step one make the plan step two execute the plan step three plan goes to shit (laughs) step four throw away the plan (laughs) and i feel like i live by that on a daily basis (laughs) truly it's kind of that one saying too where it's like Tell God you have, yeah, tell God your plan and he'll just laugh or something like that. So true. Yeah. So true, bestie. So therefore, wing everything. Never have a plan. Everything will be great. Yeah. That's what life has taught us. Yeah. Up to this point, I've never had a plan. Just kidding. That's a lie. I was like, that's (laughs) so full of shit. (laughs) You might be a type B personality, but you have type A planning tendencies. It's true. I feel... I don't know. I, this past week, I've had plans to do things because, like, my family's coming in town. So I want to, right. like, have everything aligned, like, clean my apartment, mm-hmm. get clean my car, make sure I have groceries, like, all this stuff. Yeah. Are they staying with you in your apartment? They're not staying with me. They're staying okay. at a hotel that's kind of kitty corner Okay. Uh, to me. But yeah. I do have a couple younger cousins coming in and so should they want to have a night away from like the parents and all that stuff like i have a blow-up mattress Mm -hmm. and all that stuff so they can stay here but if that's the case then i need to make sure my apartment is you gotta you gotta be stocked for them kids yeah exactly so i've been like (laughs) planning so today is tuesday i've literally been planning since last week i'm like oh you need to (laughs) Make sure that you 
plan out time to clean your car and make sure it's vacuumed and all that stuff. And then literally today, I just sat here and I was like, no. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. None of that was going to happen. That's amb- like, I mean, all great plans. Love that for you. But like, that feels ambitious. That's a lot of plans. Yeah. And I think I'm still recovering from this past week of doing so much that now my body is rebelling and it's like you're just not gonna do anything like it's funny that you think you're gonna be productive (laughs) so true so true yeah i know i feel like as soon as i like stop for even a second my body will shut down it's like okay we need to we need to recoup we're not gonna do anything and i'm like no no we still have things to do and my body's like no no we we stay here yeah which yeah. is not great for me, but that's how that's how she be rolling lately. Truly. And I'm like, motivation visits me maybe once a month. And then like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But it's so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Gosh. But how has your, how has your week been? Oh my God. I don't even know. I literally had a meeting in work today and it was to talk about what we've done over the last week. And I didn't even know what to talk about then so i feel like even more so i just i literally just looked back on what i've done this week to talk about it in this past meeting that was at the end of the workday, and i can't tell you right now because i don't even remember what i've done this week what did i do this week jesus christ worked duh and then did i do anything this weekend oh yeah i went and i saw <laughs> i did a lot of stuff this weekend actually i celebrated a friend's birthday on friday uh, yeah and then i got too drunk on saturday so I was hungover on Sunday. <laughs> nice. Was not good. I got to, I played baby. I was like, I'm not moving from this bed and I will lay here all day. Thank you. Yes. Oh, how the hangovers have changed with age. Oh, don't even get me started on them. Jesus Christ. We're here to talk about other things. Yes. <laughs> For more important matters. We won't talk about that. Oh my gosh. There was so many people in my work this week testing positive for covid which is insane which makes sense because we all traveled last week for work background my work had this (laughs) convention sort of event celebrating 20 years and they basically flew out 2,000 people to celebrate and with that big of a crowd you know you're gonna have positive covid like 2,000 people that's light work yeah Just truly kidding. i'm being sarcastic <laughs> in case you cannot read my sarcasm <laughs> sarcasm detected <laughs> um they can't see my face so i'm not sure if it reads as clearly over the audio so i feel like i needed to put a warning there before someone tries to cancel me be like she doesn't support you know yeah whatever yeah. true true yeah and so there are a bunch of people now testing positive and luckily for me i tested negative so but it's kind of crazy because there are a lot of people who i interacted with that got it but i'm still testing every day i'm still negative fingers crossed Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's kind of crazy how it's like such a surge again even outside of this work trip i think a lot of people are starting to get it again i feel like we're gonna keep getting like these little baby surges until we're just numb to it yeah and it becomes like the flu exactly right i was like what at what point though right is it like a yearly thing like the flu because mm-hmm. we don't hold 
at this point, we don't hold the flu at the same level as we do COVID. Right. Like, everyone's like, oh, get your booster shot. You mean mm-hmm. just, like, your yearly shot? Like, you don't say go get your flu booster. You know what I but mean? But that's essentially what it is. Yeah. That's true. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know why they've changed the lingo to make it seem so much. I mean, it was really bad. But, you know, influenza, when it first came around, was also very bad. So. Yeah, I feel like it's just this is the first time we're facing it in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. So it seems more relevant, prevalent, and kind of scary right now. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was just. So that's why the link is different to emphasize the severity. Yeah. Hopefully it'll kind of reach the trend of the flu soon. Yeah. I don't know. But hey, you should get your COVID shots <laughs> as to not spread it more. Dubs. Yeah. But guess what? It's up to you if you want to get a shot. I can't force Ooh, you to get a shot. Look at this. This is a oh, segue. Damn. That was so professional. I can't with myself. Wow. Let me We're just, professionals here. Let me just clean and these only glasses. Professionals, <laughs> only professionals have feel the need to point out their professionals. Yeah. We're super humble. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Yeah. But yeah, why can't you force anyone to get a COVID shot, Claire? Oh my gosh. Great question, Kristen. So there's this term that's been floating around called (laughs) body autonomy. And that basically means that I can't force you to do anything with your body that you don't want to do. Gasp. And I mean, that's separate from being empathetic to other people's situations and not trying to spread a worldwide virus. However, (laughs) separate topic. (laughs) But... With that, I think tonight we wanted to kind of touch on the women's point of view for birth control, body autonomy, um, a lot that has been happening with uh, Roe v. Wade the past month-ish now. And so it is going to be a serious topic. We're going to be talking about some controversial things. Hopefully you guys will stick around with us to kind of hear our point of view, maybe learn something, maybe... Maybe have a different opinion than us. But talk about it, yeah. We can talk about it, for sure. But I think that there's just a lot going on, and there are further implications that haven't really been publicized. Yeah. For, I guess, like the consequences that will come from Roe v. Wade being overturned. Mm -hmm. But starting from the very... I guess we can start from the the baby baby topic of birth control. Baby. But it's... Oh my god. I'm hilarious. She did it again, again, guys. Damn. You're on fire, bro. I didn't even mean to do that. Put her out. She's on fire. I know. How do you do that? Listen. I want to be you when I grow up. If anyone's listening and want to partner with us, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. What is your history situation with birth control and everything? So I started birth control in college. Because I I wasn't working. So my one of the primary reasons I started birth control after or in college was I was no longer going to be working out regularly in a very labor intensive sport. (laughs) And honestly, I was thinking about it the other day. I don't even remember what my periods were like when I was working out regularly. Mm -hmm. I genuinely I feel like if anything, they were so structured Mm -hmm. I think. I don't know. I can barely remember because it's been so long ago. And my last memories are basically of me starting birth control. So I don't know. I don't even remember what I was like before birth control, essentially. 
because I got I was a late bloomer I got my period in I think like junior sophomore year like pretty late that was really late yeah 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 so I got it pretty late and then I've only yeah I only had it for a couple years before I started birth control and one of those reasons was I knew that working out regularly helps to regulate your period and I was kind of spooked how that was going to be going into college because I didn't know what the hell I was going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's get some, let's get something to regulate her. Oh, and my acne was terrible. I was breaking out like a motherfucker once I start stopped cheering. Mm-hmm. So also got it for that reason. And I've been on birth control ever since. So it's been seven years that I've been on birth control. And I feel like recently... I've been, so someone pointed out to me and they were telling me that you are supposed to change your, if you're, if you're on the pill, you're supposed to change up your prescription or at least the way, the type of birth control you're using, at least for on the pill after three years. I don't know how true that is because I, because of COVID and doctor's appointments are hard to get and I have not been able to get in with my doctor. She is booked out until October. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be make rough for me. So I'm trying to find a new doctor now. Um, so I haven't been able to cross-examine that specifically with her, but when I heard that, I was like a little spooked because I'm like, uh, every three years, I've been on it for seven years now. So yeah, we're kind of past the point for me. And then on top of that, I feel like recently in the last year, I've been facing more side effects, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, and it's like I said, it's hard for me to gauge because I don't even remember when I was like pre-birth control. So like the way my body changes now, I'm like, I I know what the side effects are of birth control. Mm-hmm. Like the bloat, the nausea, the cramps, the PMS. And so when I'm facing those symptoms, I'm like, okay, is it actually the birth control or is this just how I've always been and it's just catching up to me? I have theories. I'm like, if I stop taking birth control, will some of these side effects go away because they're being caused by the birth control? Or is this just how I am? And I have to either recalibrate my birth control to compensate for it because now I'm in my mid-20s and that is another age where you can kind of not go through like a second puberty, but you know, like now you're growing even more so into like fully settling as the person that you are, Mm -hmm. like body automa anatomy wise mm-hmm. and every day i'm battling with myself of like i should get off of it i should do something else maybe this is just how i am and the symptoms don't help with that battle <laughs> true yeah and for those if guys are listening which i don't know i might have scared them off in like the very I beginning think we definitely scared them off like 15 minutes ago, listen but-, but all guys who have girlfriends or like partners that are female yeah. should still be here because you're gonna learn a lot <laughs> if you want to get brownie points with the girl, you should keep listening. Just going to oh, say that. Sure. So for those who don't know, birth control pills. I mean, I that's what I think both of us have experience with. Yeah. They come Do you with give a quick backstory of your birth control story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can I can say mine as well. So um, a little different from you. I, I think I got mine like relatively early in life. Your period. Yeah. Or your birth control? My period. I got my period pretty early. I think it was at the end of like fifth grade that I got my period. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so early. It's very early. Yeah. And, oh my goodness, got emotional or something. (laughs) And 
Then I believe I started birth control freshman year of high school. And like you, I started it due to pretty bad acne. And I think, again, like there's been a stigma around like, oh, if like a girl, a young girl goes on birth control, that means she's planning to have sex. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a lot of different reasons. Yeah, that could be a factor, but that's not... I feel like usually, especially with the women that I've talked to and are involved in my life, so it's just my bias, the people I surround myself with, but usually they start birth control for any of the other reasons. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot. Like, a, a woman's body, when they go through, like, having a period, let me tell you, half of our existence is pain. Like, yeah. we have the week before the period, which can be bad. Then you have the week of the period, which is worse. Then you have the week after the period, which is like recovery. And then you have that one week a month where you're just like, I'm okay. And then it, the cycle starts over again. And yep. for a lot of different girls, there are a lot of different symptoms that don't even have to do with birth control. So like there's bloating, there's, yeah, like lower back pain, dizziness, fatigue. Like there are so many different things that happen. Mm-hmm. And like even for me, so you have all of those jokes of like, oh, PMS, you know, period mood swings. So it's the week before your period, dumbasses. <laughs> yes. Before <laughs> the period, not or, when you're yeah, on right your period. Yeah, right before the period and the beginning of the period. Yes. I, when I was young, I was diagnosed with PMDD, which is a premenstrual mm. dysphoric disorder, which is mm. basically an intensified version of PMS. So like anything... How do you get diagnosed for that, dude? I was going through a lot of really, really bad symptoms and like we couldn't really pinpoint it. And so we went to the doctor. They had diagnosed me with severe symptoms. So for example, a lot of women, you know, will get tired the week before their period. But for me, Mm -hmm. there will be a day where I literally will not be able to function at all because of how tired my Mm -hmm. body gets. I'll have to stay in bed or I'll literally just have to sleep the whole day in order for me to feel okay. And so because of acne, PMDD, all those things, I went on the pill freshman year to kind of regulate those symptoms and make them less severe. But when you go on birth control, and I think, I mean... I actually know that every single type of birth control for women has side effects. If you don't know, every single type of birth control comes with like a literal dictionary size pamphlet. I I just, for any men who are still listening, if you don't have any concept of these types of symptoms, I want you to go, I have a call to action for you. I want you to go to a female within your life who you know is on birth control and ask them to show you the side effects packet that comes with that. Because like Claire is saying, there is a literal dictionary. Like when I open my birth control for the week, a third of that package is the actual pills Mm -hmm. and the sleeve that it's supposed to come in. And the other (laughs) 66.66% is a paper pamphlet that literally is folded 50 times over and it's probably as long as my head to my torso. Yeah. Of like like size nine font. Front and back. Front and back. Front and back, <laughs> bitches. Of PMS symptoms, warnings. Yeah. Uh, all these different medical, things. Medical yeah, medical warnings, medical pointers, that sort of a thing. And glaze over it. You would be terrified. Yeah. Imagine like in those old timey movies when people tried to unfold maps. Like that, that is us <laughs> looking at our <laughs> VC information. So true. That's 
That's absolutely... And it even makes the same noise because they try to print it on, like, the thinnest paper possible. So that way they can fold it 30 times over to fit inside the small packaging. The font is so small. You need, like, a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Choose your own adventure. You can either have back pain... (laughs) Or you can have dizziness. Which one you want? We might actually flare up your acne. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, side note too. If you're not dating a girl, but you want to date a girl, <laughs> still learn about it because, again. Yeah. Go go to some of your girl space friends <laughs> who you are comfortable asking this question with and would still be creepy about it and make sure they receive it correctly. But I think if you express genuine curiosity, I'm sure most women would be like, absolutely understand my struggle and give this information to you. <laughs> yeah. Like never have I ever Just, met a woman who's dating a man and been turned off by the fact that he knows how to take care of her during her period. Yeah. That's just not a thing. Yeah. I'm just saying guys should know. <laughs> yeah. Good guy. Just be a good part. Yeah. Just to be a good partner. At least like understand what's going on. Yeah. As best as you can, obviously. At some point it's just empathy because yeah, you don't physically shed your uterus lining. You don't understand the struggle, but at least empath- don't fucking complain. Don't compare it to getting kicked in the balls. Because I swear it. to fucking God, I will kick you in the balls. Yeah. You try to pull that shit on me. <laughs> but just just listen. Just fucking listen. Exactly. As of now, like birth control for women, there are a lot of positive things. However, I do think a lot of the times the negatives can outweigh the positives because they for example do. like for all the side effects or you know for a lot of the times when you're guessing and checking on what kind of birth control will work for you your symptoms can get worse for a long time before they get better and mm-hmm. and they have to they tell you to do that yeah so when you take birth control they i just watched like five Planned parenthood videos about this and every <laughs> single one of them said there could be some negative side effects but they should go away after a few months so basically it's built into the system because you're changing your hormones you're changing your body you are going to get worse for at least a few months and once you start the birth control and you have shifted your body in that way you can't undo it if it's going down that shitty path and you're like i actually don't want to do this you have to commit to it because you can't yeah switch up your body like that you have to go through the shitty downfall until you flatline to a point where your body has accepted the medicine and then they can be like Oh, actually, maybe this isn't the right prescription for you. Maybe this isn't the correct birth control for you because of X, Y, Z, because now you flatlined and we can monitor Mm -hmm. your symptoms correctly. We can understand it, how it actually is supposed to affect your body. And then they might be like, yeah, actually, this wasn't the right one. You should be on this one. And then you got to do the shit all over again. Yeah. So it sucks. (laughs) I'm just complaining, but it fucking sucks, dude. It really does, yeah. And, like, what are the other popular ones, right? Like, the IUD, which is basically, oh, my God. You're basically putting a piece of plastic or metal into your body. Mm -hmm. And I think that doctors will have to induce you to even get the IUD up there. I believe so. And basically trick your body into think it's about to give birth, meaning, like, you're going to have contractions. It's very painful. In order for your vagina opening to become large enough that they can stick in the IUD, yes. Yeah, like it's crazy. Why do we have to go through all of that? And then sometimes it'll even shred up your insights. I've had a friend who literally, she had a very severe reaction where the IUD was shredding up the inside walling of her uterus, so she had to get it taken out. Yeah, 
So then they had to induce again. Yeah. To pull it out. Yeah, it's so stupid. And then you have, what is it? They have... um The implant? Implant, yes. Yes. Like you can get an implant Dude, in that your arm. One, that fucking scares me. Mm-hmm. I've heard horror stories from other female personalities of them getting the implant and the process of putting it in and then taking it out. And I also am terrified of needles. So the idea of something going into my skin under it, I just, I can't, I, I physically can't. I want to use that one because it's the most effective, but I, I, I cannot get, yeah. I cannot allow myself. I can't wrap my head around it. I can't do it. Yeah, it's really weird. And like, there's so many, okay, there are literally, there's a handful of different options for women and literally zero to one for men, which doesn't make sense. Because, I mean, I think everyone's heard this analogy at this point. You know, a woman can have one baby every nine months, whereas men can basically impregnate a woman. Every day for nine months, yeah. Yeah. Or even multiple women within a day. Like, there's no limit. There's no limit for them. Yet, they expect us as women to hold the responsibility. No, it should be on the man, truly. Mm And the fact that so many men are, like, not willing to get a vasectomy that is completely reversible. Minimal, minimal surgery. Yeah, it doesn't affect your hormone levels. It doesn't do anything. And you can ensure that you don't have, you know, a baby at that point if you're not ready. Like, I I just don't understand why more men aren't like, oh, yeah, like, let's do that rather than... I will play devil's advocate here, and I will say, but it's really for my purposes when I say devil's advocate over here. Logically, we feel vasectomy is a good option for men to take control for the avoiding pregnancy Mm -hmm. pathway, right? You and I can agree on that. But we can't force men to get vasectomies. We can't choose them for them because that's it's still a surgery that they would need to undergo. So we can't tell a man to get a surgery. So why can they tell <laughs> That's so true. That, oh, if you get pregnant, you have to carry the child to full term. Yeah. Like, you don't want us policing your body. Oh, it's going to take away your manlyhood if you get into vasectomy. I don't want to do and that. Literally, you're still man. shooting. It's just blank. Yeah. Like, you're still shooting, my guy. You're fine. Yeah, a great example that you just set out. And Roe v. Wade is protecting our rights to bodily autonomy for women. But, like, Nate, tell me one law that we have in place. That police is a man's body. Literally. Like, what, name one. I Oh, fun fact for men, too. When, because I've, I've heard this uh, argument thrown around. That when women try to give a call to action of, okay, why don't men get vasectomies, right? I've heard the counter argument of, why don't you get your tubes tied? Because doctors will stop us. Like, I've heard so many stories of women who try to go get their tubes tied. They go to the doctor and they say, I don't want to have kids. I don't plan on having kids. Tie me up, you know? Mm-hmm. Taking the preventative measures and doctors will go through every single you you'll get met with paperwork after paperwork doctor after doctor who need to sign off on this because they try to convince you otherwise and tell you are you sure about that oh and then i've also heard this argument oh you're so young to be making that decision mm-hmm. you you don't know if you're gonna want kids down the line well, well if I they want kids reverse- then adoption is an option mm-hmm. how about they, all the they- lives that are already here that no one cares about yeah mm-hmm. so true so true we're pro adoption in this household yes yeah, so then I've heard women telling how they've been met with, 
so many doctors telling them, oh, you're going to change your mind later. You're going to change your mind later. And God forbid if they're single, then they're like, oh, you just haven't met the right man yet. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I don't want to, on my decision, I don't want to have kids. And then women who are in relationships where they have a husband, they need to have their fucking husband sign off on it. Yeah. To get their tubes tied. Because the doctor will be like, does your husband want kids? And it's like, sorry, but who fucking cares what, like, if I'm here, not who fucking cares. Like, yes, if you're married, make this a decision. But why would you not trust me that I've thought about it? Like, I've. I've thought about it. We've reached a decision, me and my husband, in that case, that this is what we want. Yeah, and I think those decisions, I don't know why there's this thought that we are just making rash decisions to make major changes to our bodies. I know. (laughs) Like, it's not like I just woke up one day and was like, yeah, I want to get my tubes tied. Like, no. I have thought about all of the possibilities. Where am I in my life? What are my goals? And the times have changed in which women now have careers. They mm-hmm. have goals from themselves outside of the family unit. And they have they can have multiple careers. There's a statistic out there right now saying like millennials down to Gen Z are now predicted to have at least 50 different jobs in their life, meaning they're switching companies every couple of years now. It's not like your stat was before. I mean, I think the stat for the generations before us were you find a company, you stick with that company, True. you know, and then you have one career and then you retire at 65. Nowadays, Mm -hmm. people are getting their education at colleges, getting a degree, then going out, finding a job, sometimes that aren't even connected to their degrees. Mm -hmm. And then every couple of years, there's a new opportunity. So there's so many different things now that are going on for the younger generations and so many more opportunities for us that we want to take advantage of. And so our life model is not the same as it was for our parents and their parents before them. So to say that if I don't want to have kids and I know that and I have goals for myself, if I were to get pregnant, I should have the opportunity to think about it and make the tough decision of what I want to do with my body and how it's going to affect the rest of my life. And what it's kind of insane to think that they're putting all of the responsibility on the woman. Like what about the guy who got her pregnant? No consequences. No consequences at all child support should yep should be Mm -hmm. mandatory yeah and the only way you get the only way women get in that situation specifically child support is if they bring into family court if they sue the baby daddy and that's fucking legal fees dude yeah (laughs) so we have to spend money to try to get our freaking money for the kid that maybe we did not want at the time Mm -hmm. and but we have been forced to carry to full term to give birth to and now we are expected to support yeah and i know that there are stories out there saying like my dad was supposed to be aborted but he's here and if he wasn't here i wouldn't be here and right. i totally empathize with that situation however not every situation is like that not every story for a a person who was considering abortion follows the same timeline and we have i know a lot of people will argue as well in the cases of rape or sexual assault so trigger warning here those are very serious situations and they happen a lot and a lot of people will say oh it's only it makes up less than four percent of unwanted pregnancies and abortions or whatever it's like okay take into consideration the u.s there's 
380 million people living here. Now, 51% are women. So that takes us down to like 180-something million. Okay. Now say, take it down even further, right? Being generous of 50% of those women don't want to have kids. So now we're still at like 90-something million women in the U.S. Now take 4% of that. You're still left with like... 3 million something women that are in this position or could possibly be in this position of not wanting to have a child at that time and maybe considering abortions. So when you say this is an extreme situation, it's not. There's also a statistic out there saying one in every six women have been sexually assaulted in their lifetime. So what may seem extreme for under 4%, there's still millions of women out there that are in this situation. And so it's not as rare as you would think. Even if it's rare, that's still, and maybe that's this, this is my empath coming out, but that's still, like you said, three point something million women this is affecting. That's a fucking ridiculous number. It's a huge number. What, like, uh Which is why I find that argument to be hilarious. Well, that's an extreme case. Not that extreme. Just did the math on it. Just a little be boo Even if it's an extreme case, like, then let's... Th- a separate issue but then let's fucking work on that which is another thing we need to work on in this country but yeah digressing a little bit what if the mother's life is in danger for having the baby absolutely which life are you put in first yeah like if the mother carries it to term she will die so you're basically saying like fuck this woman yeah who's already here we don't care if she dies we want the child so are you really being pro-life at that point no okay so many you're you're supporting you're standing up for the rights of this unborn fetus yeah by dismantling and taking apart the bodily atom bodily atom me i can't talk right now rights of the mother who is currently living and basically her life rights it's like so many pro-life arguments are like well it's a fetus and you can't you know if you take away the fetus then you're taking away human life one that just depends on your religious and spiritual view to be honest because scientifically life does not begin at the point of conception however you if depending on your religion can say my religion says that's when a life is created or spiritually that's when a soul you know is made but that isn't religion and science are separate in this case my biggest sorry i'm gonna interrupt you again but my biggest thing with that too, which I uh, I cannot wrap my head around, but when people for pro-life arguments saying that is when life begins, okay, that's fair. You can believe that, but isn't that the whole fucking point of this country is the right to religion? And if that's what you believe and that drives your choice, why should it drive mine? That doesn't say that doesn't align with my religion. So why does your religious beliefs have to dictate the laws that regulate my body yeah that's true like in i know in islam and judaism abortions are completely fine Mm, i didn't know that yeah they're even encouraged if the woman if the mom's life is in danger they'll say that's actually necessary you can't risk your own life whereas Mm -hmm. from my experience catholics and christians they have a different point of view and what's crazy is that their point of view was created or implemented by men who are not allowed to have wives so if you're a priest or a father you are not allowed to have a wife therefore you can't have any daughters either therefore they have no experience 
in what a woman's life experience is. So how can they have a say in what's going on? It's it, yeah, it's crazy that we're now bringing religion into politics, which I think church and state should stay separate. That's what they always say, but it never seems to work. <laughs> I know. Rothmoly. Yeah, it doesn't work, but that's how it should be because if you bring in religion, to your point, so many religions are different. How are we supposed to regulate what the laws should be if everyone's religion exactly. is different? Going off, if we're using religions to dictate laws, like you just said, there are people who exist in this country who do follow those religions. So in that argument, shouldn't we have our laws represent those people? If you want the laws to represent your religion, which again, we disagree with, but let's just say for argument's sake, you do want that. Then the law should also be representative of those religions. And in that case, that means, like you said, abortions should be legal. Yeah, it's funny that like a lot of people who are pro-life are also, I don't want to get a vaccine. You can't make me get a vaccine because it's my body. It's my choice. My choice. Oh, interesting. You would say that. Honestly, I feel like that's such a fucking stab in the back. Right? Like you're going to discredit and dismantle a belief that say the pro-choice argument, and then you're going to take their (laughs) entire motto, which is my body, my choice, and use it for your argument's sakes in a different scenario. Oh, so you like Like, body You can't have it fucking both ways. Yeah. Yeah, you can't fucking have it both ways. Okay, so then, or women should have the choice to have an abortion. Oh, but if you do that, then you're killing a life. Okay, so then that means you're going to provide her like what if she really can't have the baby what if she cannot financially yeah Mm -hmm. if you cannot support the life that you're bringing into the world you should have the option and pro-choice doesn't mean i'm gonna get a fucking abortion i think that's like the most washed out personally i feel like it's the most washed out part of the argument is i feel like people run with oh if you're pro-choice you like abortions you want abortions no that's that is not what I'm saying. I just want to give people the option to think with their own fucking brain. When I say it like that, it's a scary thought because I also don't trust people. But I respect their right to be either stupid or smart. Yeah. And again, like certain things. Yeah. Like if, for example, like I, I'm pro-choice. If I were to get pregnant, I would keep the baby because I personally don't want to get an abortion. However, yeah. if someone was sexually assaulted and they don't want to carry this memory around with them for the rest of their lives, or they cannot financially support this baby, and there are already so many kids in the American foster system that are having a complete shit experience because Mm -hmm. where's the money for supporting those lives? Yeah. So in those cases, and if that mom wants to not have the baby, she should have that choice because... If anything, it can just be a detriment to the new kid's life and her life. Yeah. So there are many considerations. And again, it's not an easy decision. And I heard an argument where, you know, doctors are really forcing it upon women. Like it's their only option. No, they're not. It's an option. And if they're pushing it, it's usually in the case of life-threatening situations. This is a ectopic pregnancy where the mom's life is in danger those are situations where they're probably pushing for an abortion but again they really can't force you and with roe v wade getting overturned 
I can't emphasize enough that abortions will not stop. I mean, it's the same concept of legalizing marijuana when you when it was illegal did not stop anyone from smoking weed you know they're getting it through back channels whatever the same concept is going to happen with abortions where it's people who want them will still try to get them and it's going to be through unsafe channels and that can be even worse than the situation we're in Mm -hmm. at this point you know planned parenthood those types of organizations provide a safe option for women yeah what if then you... you're you're essentially saying that you don't care about like do you really care about life if you're going to criminalize a person for that because then okay if let's argue that right okay so i mm-hmm. you are forcing this person to bring the life to term or face jail time so then you're still going to take the mother's life away because now she will be in jail mm-hmm. and yeah i just and so then wanted- are you going to provide funding to raise this kid when they don't have a mom like yeah and a lot of it i also think is this is going to be sound weird capitalism in the u.s how are we going to keep the economy going if millennials and gen z's aren't having any kids uh if we don't have another generation to spend money right they thought the covid was going to be another baby boom it kind of was you would think but it's actually the record low for the U.S. in terms of population growth. So a lot of millennials are not having kids. Gen Z's still kind of young, not having many kids yet. So then who who's the next generation to carry on the economy? So a conspiracy theory that's been going around is they're kind of forcing us now to have kids because they need more people to run the economy, mm-hmm. which kind of is not completely out of the question. But okay, sorry, I, that was a tangent. Miscarriages say you have a miscarriage which is a completely normal thing to happen to women it happens so much more often than you would ever think yeah it's very common but those will start being investigated because if you have a miscarriage or doctors will think oh was it an abortion though and they're trying to cover it up it's already such especially in the situation where you were a mother trying to conceive trying to have a child and then say you have the terrible misfortune of yes having a miscarriage that's already such an emotional and vulnerable time yeah for you and then you want to be put under the microscope of the doctors or you know the government at that point i'm assuming Mm -hmm. putting you under a microscope to see whether or not if it was a quote quote valid miscarriage yeah that oh my god i just can't imagine the emotional turmoil that sounds terrible it truly does yeah and then this then the argument is now you're infringing on my right to privacy. Yeah. So this not only are you now taking away an amendment that allows for women's bodily autonomy, it's going to leak into your right for privacy, which I don't think people are thinking about. And then for those who are saying, I don't want to get the vaccine, right? Well, guess what? You no longer have body autonomy. We can make you get a vaccine, you know? Or on your driver's license, you have an organ donor option. Mm -hmm. If a person passes away and they are not, they decide they are not an organ donor before passing away, we have no right to go into their body and take their organs. Despite how many people are on wait lists for organ donations and, you know, Mm -hmm. so many people are always on those wait lists needing organs, needing donations. And the demand is so much more, is so much higher than the supply is 
but doctors and people have no right to dig into the dead person's body to revive and get those organs no matter how many people are on this wait list and need these organs mm-hmm. so how fucked up is that is a fucking corpse has more bodily autom- autonomy god i just by how many times <laughs> can i say this in this episode i can't say this yeah before. every single time body we autonomy. say it drink <laughs> Uh, y'all bitches be dead <laughs> anyways that was the terrible to cut that out anyways <laughs> i'm gonna actually so make it louder <laughs> a corpse has more body autonomy than a woman if this gets overturned right a petri also, dish puppies I, saw, I also saw this analogy puppies if you are a breeder or you know you have puppies the puppies are not allowed to be separated from their mother for eight fucking weeks so the puppy has fucking body autonomy. There are rights around that. Yeah. More than there are around women. Human women. What the fuck? Honestly. And it's like what I think is stupid <laughs> is the fact that the whole argument, the whole like what 98 pages of this argument to overturn Roe v. Wade is based on a constitutional document that was written in 1776 when women when people of color were not considered a whole human. It was written specifically to support white males. So, of course, they're not going to have any protection of women. Amendments and laws that have been part of the U.S.'s history for centuries. But to say that alone is insane. Why are we now, as a society, we've progressed hundreds of years into the future now, where things have changed again women have careers we're actually allowed to vote we have more opportunities now we're a diverse country there are many religions many different races and ethnicities nationalities that reside in the u.s so why are we now referencing a document that was made in 1776 yeah the world in 1776 is not reflective of the world we are living in now exactly we should be focusing on the society we're living in now. Yeah. And so I I think overall, I mean, I'm going to have to fact check this part, but if the Senate overturns it and it's going to go to the state, certain states will still allow a woman to have the choice to get an abortion, but other states will not. And those states that will not allow abortions are also going to criminalize the action of going out of state to get an abortion. Again, like they don't care what... They want you to have it because they don't want the idea of murder. They don't want you to kill it. But once it's alive, once the kid is born, like, they could give two shits. Like, if you are really pro-life, go to a fucking orphanage. See the children's lives who exist right now and have to deal with lesser than. You know? Yeah. Go to a shelter. If you're... Care about the people who exist now. Truly. If you're really pro-life, then improve the lives of people who are not as good off. Don't be trying to force more life into this world without caring about the lives that are there. Yeah, if you're pro-life and you live in a state that has a death penalty... Oh my god! You can't talk. Okay, I wanted to bring this up earlier. We're talking about men taking action to prevent pregnancies, right? Like, basically all the birth control is on women and men don't really have any means besides a vasectomy of preventing that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a common analogy for that is the it's more effective to take the bullets out of a gun rather than wear a bulletproof vest right basically meaning vasectomies are more effective than all the types of birth control that 
or most of them. I think vasectomies are like 99.9% effective, but mm -hmm. you know, we can never get to 100 unless you're <laughs> abstinent. <laughs> By the way, fun fact, this is the fun fact I wanted to tell you earlier, Claire. I'm like all over the place. <laughs> uh, so I learned to prep for this. I didn't know where to start. So I Googled birth control. And so it, t it has all the ads, whatever. But if you look at right after the ads, the first thing that pops up is people also ask this. And the first thing that's on there is, what is the best form of birth control? Great question, right? Mm -hmm. The answer was abstinence. T. And that is from the clevelandclinic.org. Fun fact. Good to know. Aside from the ads, your first Google search as to what is the best form of birth control, the answer is abstinence. And something else, uh, again, going back to, I'm, I'm now backtracking some of the things that you were talking about because you were just on a roll. I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> Uh, people against gun regulation, they will give arguments saying that, oh, well, if even if you regulate it, people are still going to find guns. Same thing with fucking abortions. Yeah. Then if people are if you don't see a point in regulating guns, which I disagree with, but that's a separate thing. I'm just using your argument against you. If you don't see a point in regulating guns because people will still find a way to get guns then why force people to not get abortions? Because like you said, it won't stop them from getting abortions. It just stops safe abortions. Yeah. And now you will have more mothers dying because they will be getting back alley abortions. Yeah, it's not going to exactly. be a good thing. Yeah, those are some of the things I wanted to interject in. Yeah. If you were pro-life, you would help to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood. You would allow mothers to have paid maternity leave you would fund um social worker organizations to help the foster system and all the kids that actually need homes like yeah. you would do so many things yeah and it's a it's a need for control that i don't understand how does it affect your life too like that's I'm what sorry. i'm saying also in addition to yes your your logic of okay if you want if you are going to support and be the spokesperson for this unborn child and say that they have life rights and you should carry them to term and all those good things right then you should also be speaking for the child after that you should be supporting that logic tracks then that you should be supporting the cause like you just mentioned but then they usually don't so it's like yeah, just the, the contradiction yeah. of you, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can't really speak for someone who's not here. Like, we're we're here. We didn't ask to be here. I didn't yeah. ask to be paying rent every single month and <laughs> working for the corporate world. I didn't ask for that. If I had it my way, I would just be vacationing all the time and living off the grid. But, but I would like to have a conversation. Like, I would be really interested to see how this conversation we just had would be different if we had that point of view actively here i yeah, yeah. i think a, a lot of the arguments today have been at least for me what i've been exposed to a lot on social media this past couple of weeks and so that's why it's been on my mind a lot yeah definitely but yeah if this conversation at all has pointed out anything that like piqued your interest or anything do some research yeah make sure your voice is heard by voting in our state elections that are going to be coming up um mm -hmm. it's super important 
And I think a lot of the times as well that people won't vote because they say it's only one voice. But if, you know, thousands of people are saying it's only one voice, that makes a difference. So that's a thousand people. Yeah, that's a thousand voices. Do you have any other thoughts on this? I hate birth control. (laughs) Birth control does suck. I was already on a birth control tangent in my brain because, like I told, like I talked about earlier, I'm on this circle with trying to get my shit together with my own body, and then seeing the news come up about Roe v. Wade just further psychs me out. Yeah, I know this was kind of like a political heavy topic. We don't usually dive into that on this podcast. Yeah, try to keep it lighthearted. But this is a very important time in our history. And I just felt the need to talk about it and kind of get our voices out there. But thank you all for listening. If you're still here with us, we really appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. Could not ask for more. (laughs) Thank you guys again so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Midnight Memo. We really appreciate your love and support. If you would like to support the podcast further, there is a link down in our description. Go check it out. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so that way you can be notified when our next episode drops. Don't forget to reach out to us at The Midnight Memo on Instagram or TikTok to further the conversation. Or if you have stories, news articles, whatever it is, Feel free to email it to us as well, themidnightmemo at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us in posts. Also, if you make posts about this or there's relevant posts on social media, I know myself and I'm sure Claire would also love to see more of it. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps us and we're so appreciative of your support. Yeah. If you rate us, give us five stars because we're sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Really begging for those reviews. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks again, you guys. We really, huh, nice vent session about all this jazz. Yeah, thanks for letting us rant slash vent to all you. <laughs> I feel like I need a drink now or sleep. I, I don't know. I maybe do both. Porque no los dos. We'll just take a few shots real quick, then go straight to bed. I mean, it is. <laughs> we are creeping up on midnight. Yeah. But I'm... Wow. We're so authentic guys we do it for you we're true to the brand just remember that Mm -hmm. never forget (laughs) Bye. bye